Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode. Uh, welcome to Vienna in Austria. I'm so surprised that this podcast is actually still happening. I pulled the microphone out of my bike bag today and I was like, oh fuck, it's seen better days. The poor thing, it was shoved down the bottom of my bike bag and it's I mean, one of the the on-off button has fallen off, but here we are, it's working. So I'm so excited to, I'm just so excited to be recording. I'm so excited about life, obviously. It's been a fucking great year personally and, and in so many different ways. And I've just been living the most amazing month um, through Europe and the last few weeks going across Austria was like a dream. Like I, can't, I still can't get over it for anyone listening who is interested in traveling now that we can sort of travel again. You have to add host. I mean, apparently I say it really wrong because none of the Austrians knew what I was saying. It's Hallstatt. Uh, I think that's right, but I say Hallstatt. Um, <laughs> please add Hallstatt to your list. It looks like a Frozen, like the set of Frozen, and I love that movie. So it was heaven, and we've just arrived in Vienna, so we've been riding a lot. We've been doing like 100Ks most days, give or take, and I'm pretty tired, so we've come to just – we um, booked an Airbnb and we're just – getting a bit of work done, laundry done, um, resetting ourselves, giving our legs a rest and we go tomorrow to Bratislava and then start heading east. So it's been fucking phenomenal and obviously like I've, I've said this a few times on the podcasts, whenever I am sort of trying to get a bit of clarity in my life or I'm working through my own mindset blocks or I'm trying to expand myself and I'm not seeing the the path or there's something that I'm missing in my life and I'm just not sure of what's, you know, I need a little bit of a reset or I need some clarity. I, I find that the, like I've said before, the answers come when I don't force it. And when I just sort of set the intention to have the answers and then let it go. And I usually go for a ride or I'll go usually when I'm working out in some capacity. It's not really intentionally, like I didn't set the intention to go on a bike ride and eat, pray, love and find clarity and find myself or anything like that. It was more that for a while I've sort of been thinking, okay, I'm ready for something like I'm, and this is in a business sense. So there's two parts to this where I've found my mind has been wandering um, and it's two areas of my life where I'm like, oh, I need some clarity. I need to, I really need to delve deeper into what it is I want and how it is I'm going to get there and make it work and then and rewire my mind so that I can do it in a nice way. Um, and so just to like get it off the bat, from the, <laughs> the two th- areas where this is showing up in my life as a little bit of confusion is one inside of my business. I've been feeling ready for quite a long time to create something new, to put something like either a new course or a new master, like something, new study, new, just something new. Like level up your life is my fucking baby. I love it. It will always probably be, well, I can't say always because never say never, but I'm so happy with it. But business has gotten to a point where everything is automated. Everything is systemized. Everything is very much coasting and I was in a season for quite a long time where I was enjoying that. And as a side tangent, I just want to say that is so important in business and in life just to actually take stock of where what season you are in. 
if you have gone through a big period of growth or like you've set and achieved goals, please, please take some time to get into a season of reaping the rewards and just basking in all of the work that you did and achieving, you know, all of your achievements and just being completely present in maybe more of a slow sort of equilibrium where you can really bask in the fruits of your labor. I think that's so important. And I work with so many high achieving sort of ambitious women who it's just like one goal, slay it, next goal, slay it, onto the next goal, onto the next goal. And it's like, but what's the point if you don't stop and smell the roses and enjoy the journey and enjoy all of the shit along the way? But once you do achieve something, like allow yourself some, some, a season of slow, like a season of just being rather than doing. And so I guess the last sort of six months, I was in a season where I was just enjoying it. Like there was a lot more freedom. I could do a little bit more writing. I had a bit more creative space, which is so important to me. I get really, my life force energy is gone when I can't feel creative. So I was really in a season of just relaxing into what I'd created, which was great. And then like all things, it's actually one of the laws of the universe. It's called the law of rhythm. Then it, another another season will follow and you will know when that is, when you're like, okay, I'm ready for something new. I'm ready to expand. I've enjoyed this season, but I'm ready for something new. And so one area of my life where that was showing up, where I, I was ready for something new was in my business, but I was just like, oh, I don't know what it is and I'm not going to force it until I know. And so that's been coming up and I'm going to work or share how I find clarity and how I've been able to really dive into my own sort of soul and purpose and and desires so that I make sure I'm in alignment before I create anything. And then the other area of my life where I guess there's a few blocks or not even blocks, yes, blocks, but also a confusion of what next and clarity of like, is this right for me? Am I on the right path? Am I going to do the right thing? You know, questioning myself is in the area of motherhood. Um, I'm obviously not a mother (laughs) and I'm getting to a stage of my life um, where I'm starting to think about it. And that's coming up and bringing up all of these stories and beliefs and And I guess confusion really about the next steps and about what do I really want and a little bit of inquiry like what is the next steps? I feel confused. What do I really want? And so in both of these areas, so business is the one, what's next? And then I guess that ties into like it it can be difficult to set goals when you don't know what the future holds, especially if you're potentially going to have kids and and that comes with its whole own area of like when would I fall pregnant you don't know you've got to surrender there's so many uncontrollables so that's a whole nother story but essentially those are the two areas where I'm like hmm some clarity would be nice and just some investigation into myself and a little bit of time to really sit with it and how I do this and this is really really helpful for people and you know most people most people are visual learners. And so we all think in pictures. That's everybody. We think in pictures. I love the quote and I'm about to bang out another wicked quote. <laughs> it's I can't remember who it's from now. Um, uh, we think in pictures and it comes to pass. Environment is just a looking glass. How good is that? Like our environment is just a uh, 
our environment that we create is literally just a look through into the pictures we have in our mind because we have pictures in our mind first and then we create them in our reality. I fucking love that quote. Anyway, I digress. What has been very, very, very helpful for me in two ways in business and with the kid thing with getting clarity on what is the right next step for me is to really spend some time mentally, visually playing out lots of different options. So let's say, for example, in business, I'm like, okay, maybe I could do a mastermind. Maybe I could do a level up 2.0. And when I sit and I picture myself, and this is what's really interesting, become really connected to your emotions and your reactions to your visualizing. Become really present to how your body responds, how your emotions react when you forward pace and forward imagine. Like imagine the it happening, it playing out in your mind and see what happens. I started seeing myself creating something new and I was like, ugh, it was not a go towards. It was like this real restriction. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. But what was very interesting and what the clarity has been that's dropped in for me, which is so awesome, is that it's not the creating. And I was like, that's so interesting because I love creating new content. I love building out courses. I love teaching and coaching in programs and masterminds and, and all of that. I love connecting with new groups of women. I love that. What is this? What is this? And so why is there resistance? What I was actually seeing when I was visualizing is myself sat in my office and I was by myself again. And what was really interesting was concurrently, like at the same time, the same time that I was feeling all this resistance to creating something new and seeing myself just in my office laboring, not laboring away because I do love it, but just sitting in my office creating something new. At the same time, I was also really noticing that my mind was starting to wander back to my teaching days. And I was saying things to myself, again, notice your thoughts, notice your stories, notice where your mind just goes, notice what happens in your brain. My my mind was really wandering to back in the classroom and I was finding myself thinking and saying things like, oh, fuck, I really miss the classroom. Like I really do. And then investigating that further. Like, interesting. Do I want to go back to teaching? No, definitely not. What do I actually miss? And it's the people. It's the having someone to to be with and to be in the energy of humans and to walk into a workplace and go, hey, mate, how was your weekend? La, la, la. Or like, it, it's not, it's not what was missing was actually the people, the in-person connection. Once that dropped and I was like, okay, interesting. Now let me take this new bit of information and visualize myself creating something new in an office space where there's people. Maybe I need to go into an office and rent a new office space where I'm around humans. And then again, I looked into my human design. I'm actually meant to be in my environment. I thrive better with energies, with people, with lots of movement around me and energy. And I get so much from that, that it makes so much sense that I would feel a resistance to creating something new in my business if that means sitting in my office for too long because I've spent so much time in my office over the last year building a business that I was done with it. So what's really interesting there is that this I got to the clarity by feeling a resistance and seeing where my brain was going, where my thoughts were going, what I was saying to myself. I was saying, I miss the classroom. Like I miss my old colleagues. I miss 
I miss my students. And it was like underneath that, what is it that I miss? Do I miss teaching essays? Fuck no. (laughs) Do I miss teaching Shakespeare? Hell no. Do I miss my kids' laughter? Yes. Do I miss banter? Yes. Do I miss catching up and having work drinks with people after work? Yes. Do I miss actually getting up, going to the gym, putting my face on, getting my work clothes on for the day and being out of the house? Yes. And it was like, okay, there we go. There's some clarity that's dropped in. I need to recreate that, give myself a space to go to with people Now can I create something in my business? Now can I create something new for everybody? Hell yes. It felt exciting. And when I sat in that, when I sat in that space and let my mind and my imagination see myself build something new in an environment where there was people, bang, it had a different energy. I was excited. I was so excited. And then again, I found my brain just wandering. And while I'm writing, it's just like, oh, it'd be so fun to have an office and I can take my incense into and I can like, how would I want it to look? And I can get my team to come in and all of this, I started to feel a different energy and it was a feeling of pulling towards rather than a contraction and a resistance. So what I'm saying underneath this, and look, the same thing, and this is actually one of the strategies that I that I would suggest you do if you need some clarity, sit with multiple different options and see it play out in your mind's eye. See what happens. See what you feel. See what, oh, that's interesting. I'm not excited by that. Could I change it? Play around in your mind. The theater of your mind is so fucking powerful. It tells us so much about what lights us up. Play around in potential. So play around in all the potentialities and see what makes you move. I had the same thing happen with where my mind was going for like, oh, do I want kids? Don't I want kids? I sat with like, seeing where my brain goes when I picture myself as a mum. And what was really interesting, again, please use the word interesting because this is all about inquiry. This is all about becoming the master of your own self and your own knowing and your own intuition and your own stories. I was picturing myself like I I, I could see myself (laughs) bored and tired and at home and again, feeling like not enough energy around, not enough people around. I could see myself just like feeling bored, I guess. And then I thought, well, that doesn't excite me. So then I'd try other things. And I'm like, what if I was out with a pram and listening to podcasts? Or what if Paul and I could like spend heaps of time in Albany with where all of my family is and there would be cousins and aunties and uncles and mom and dad and and people around and, and a village because I'm so big on community. And when I pictured that and when I pictured Paul and I like laughing, like watching a kid crawl and when I picture lots of different potential futures, I see a future maybe when I'm 40, 50, 60 and I actually don't feel, I felt a bit sad when I thought of not having kids in it and that was interesting. I was like, okay, so these stories, these stories that I'm telling myself about how it's going to be lonely, I have to work on those and then that sort of brings me to the next part. So first, one of those tips that's sort of embedded in all of that is like, let your mind wander to multiple different potentialities and see what happens, what is stirred within you, because there is so much there for you to unpack and uncover. And when you start to feel either towards, pulled towards something or contracting away from, ask yourself the question, interesting, what's this about? Why, why is this happening? What's going on here? And then you can pull apart all of the stories, all of the narratives, all of the things that are getting in the way of you actually being able to execute according to what it is you've decided you want. 
And so once you've gotten that little bit of internal clarity and something else that I need to say about this is when you feel like you just don't have clarity, yes, spend some time in the visualizing, spend some time in the inquiry, spend some time journaling, spend some time really investigating yourself, your inner world, all of that, but also take some action take some action. I mean, that's a little bit hard with the whole motherhood thing because it's not really something that you can just try, take action and get clarity, um, which is why this one's been such a big one for me. You can't just test it and get action. You just got to be in or out. Um, But outside of that, if it's business related, if it's, it's something to do with like, yeah, usually it's business. What do I do next? What's the next thing? Who's my niche? What should I just start? Take some action and through action, you get clarity. Quickly interrupting this episode to bring to you one of the Level Up Your Life graduates who found her own clarity and completely transformed her life. Before Level Up, um, I was really lost. My kids were growing up really fast. They were all kind of in their late teens, early 20s, and my husband was diagnosed with Parkinson's. And I guess the life that I thought and the future that I thought we were going to have together suddenly felt like it wasn't going to be what we thought it would be. So during Level Up, there were so many, so many aha moments. And if I reflect back now on where I was 10 years ago, I was in a relationship with domestic violence. I was not in a good place. I'd been sexually assaulted by my boss, like so many terrible things happen and I felt like there's no way my life can ever be okay again after that and now I'm this happier than I've ever been I feel like I'm really thriving I'm really living in alignment with my values and all the things that that light me up so I feel like a level up really helped me work through all of that past hurt and look at the the not enoughness that I felt and I turned the the mean girl voice inside of me around and I'm able to now go yeah thanks for telling me that but you can fuck off because that's not who I am and I don't need to hear from you because I am actually enough and I can do this and maybe I can't do it now but I'll be able to do it soon or maybe I haven't kicked that goal just yet but that's okay it's just not yet I will do it so I think the actions that I took following level up were huge so we sold our house and bought our dream house on the river and created and started my own business which is now making money and I am just happier happier and freer than I've ever been. And the doors to the next round of Level Up Your Life are open in just four weeks' time, so make sure you are on the wait list to get the first juicy details, but for now, back to the episode. So you are trusting the niggle, niggle, you're feeling pulled towards something, and then what happens is the blocks might come. So it might be like, yep, okay, sick, I've got a big office ready to go, or like I do want to be a mum. Or I'm ready for my next level. I'm ready for my next financial level. I'm ready for my next course. I'm ready for the next program. I'm ready to like whatever it is. When you've got a bit of clarity, then you might find the blocks. And the blocks come in sounding or feeling a little bit like, oh, but, oh, but. I want this, oh, but. I want this, oh, but here's the resistance. I want this, oh, but. So listen for the oh, buts. Listen for the, oh, I don't know, like, listen, why? And then go again, inquiry, inquiry, inquiry. Why is that? Why am I saying that? What is the story I'm telling myself? So to go back to the business one, okay, I've discovered that I actually do want to birth something new. I do want something new in my business. I'm ready to create something. It has to be in an environment where I'm lit up. So a lot of that for me, where I was feeling resistance was about the environment, not the actual thing itself. It was just how I'm going to create it. So now I've got the clarity. 
What are the stories, the resistance, the mindset blocks that are coming up? It could be something like, oh, but it's going to take so much work or but I don't know what I'm doing or I don't know what to do next or whatever the story is you're telling yourself. There's so many different ones. For me, once I actually like in this personal in this personal situation, once I'd gotten the clarity that, oh, I ready, I actually want to create something new. It was very clear. I, all the resistance was alleviated once I'd gotten clear that the block was actually around my environment. So that was fine. But with the mum thing, with the, do I want to be a parent or not? What are the stories I'm telling myself that, oh, buts? For me, it sounded like, oh, but... I'm not a maternal person. Very interesting story that I had told myself for years and years and years and years. I'm just not a maternal person. I don't like babies. I'm not a maternal person. It's the story I've told myself, right? So there's one example. And notice I'm using the word story. It's a story. It's a narrative. It's not always. It's not necessarily a truth. It's usually a limiting belief that we've put there to protect ourselves for some reason, We've put a limiting belief in place. And when I say limiting belief, all I mean is a belief that exists inside of you that does not align with your highest good, with your highest self, with your vision for your life, with your goals, with your purpose. If you've got a belief sitting somewhere inside of you that doesn't align with that, it is a limiting belief. And nine times out of 10, it's just a false opinion that you've repeated to yourself over and over again until it sounded like a truth, until it sounded like a fact. But most of the facts, quote, that we tell ourselves are just bullshit opinions or stories or narratives that we've picked up somewhere and reinforced. And so for me, I had this bullshit narrative, bullshit story, this limiting belief that I'm not a maternal person. And so the next step, and this is something that, you know, take away if if there's something in your life you can apply this to, the next step is to hold a microscope to that belief and interrogate it. Interrogate the shit out of your belief systems. Interesting, you little fucker. Where did you come from? Where did I pick this up? Why do I tell myself this story? Is this actually true? Is it actually true? And for me, when I went to war with that belief, I'm not a maternal person, it's actually such a lie. It's actually laughable. It's actually laughable that that's the story I told myself. Anybody who knew me as a teacher, any of my students listening, any of the parents of my students that are listening would be like, that's actually just hilarious that I told myself that. I was the teacher who cried at every assembly, every graduation, even if I didn't teach the kid. When I heard something that a kid had done, I was just like this beaming, crying, sobbing, yuck mess. Kids bought me tissues all the time. Every valedictory, I was like, oh, here we go. Don't wear mascara today because I have this this inside of me. I'm just, I'm so proud for the kids that are just, I don't know. I was a very, very maternal teacher, some might say, and so it's so interesting that I had this story, I'm not maternal. Why? And so the first thing is, is this actually true? The next thing is, can I find evidence to actually dismantle this? And look, <laughs> my whole career as a teacher would dismantle that. The whole box and boxes of letters from students and messages I still get from students and messages I get from parents saying, you know, all these beautiful things. I've got evidence upon evidence upon evidence to disprove that limiting belief that I'm not a maternal person. So go and find evidence. If you can't find it in your own life, go find evidence and fill your brain 
fill your mind, fill your newsfeed, fill your Instagram, fill your ears through podcasts with evidence of people showing you that that old belief is wrong, that it doesn't work. And how this works in this scenario for me is that I found it really interesting that another one of my, yeah, buts, another one of my, oh, okay, so maybe I do actually want to be a mum, but oh, but I have all my own ambitions. I have all my own goals. I have so much going on. I have so much still that I need to do. That was the story I was telling myself. And so again, is it actually true that I can't be ambitious as fuck, have my own shit going on, still reach all my own personal goals and be a mum? No, that is a lie. And how do I disprove it? I go and I fill my feed with evidence of boss mums. There's so many. There's so many in Level Up. There's so many on my feed who are just killing it. They're beautiful mothers. They're present mums. They're still doing all their own stuff. And I'm filling my mind with all of that just to disprove, dismantle that old belief that like, oh, but when I be a mum, I can't do any of my own shit because I don't want to believe that. And it doesn't feel like a truth to me anymore because I've seen other people in my ether that are disproving that belief. So first of all, go to war with your own belief systems. If they don't serve you, really do battle with them. Find evidence to disprove them and listen so carefully to the stories you're telling yourself. Listen to what happens inside your own head. Listen to what happens in conversations. I had such an interesting conversation. It was actually about this motherhood stuff about like, it was with a very good friend of mine and we were talking, do we, don't we, should we, shouldn't we? We were both very ambitious. We both have businesses. Oh, and we, you know, we're just talking about it. And she's also a coach, so she knew exactly how to ask great questions of inquiry. And when we were talking about it, she said to me, well, what's your relationship with your mum like? And it was just so interesting. As soon as I heard it, I was like, oh my God, there's a limiting belief. I said, and it was my instant response. The instant response is usually the first most accurate. I said, oh my God, my mum's my best friend. I could never be as good as her. Like I could never be as good of a mum as her. And I was like, whoa. And as soon as I heard it, you know, the evidence is there in the conversations we have in in what we say to ourselves and what we say to our friends and what we say in our internal world. I was like, oh, do I really have this underlying feeling? fear that I can never be as good as my own mum and I was like I mean again anyone anyone who knows my mum knows that like she is literally an earth angel like so much love in her heart she was she just loves she's the most maternal person in the world she's been my best friend since forever and so uh, when I actually held a held a microscope up to that belief I was like oh shit I really am afraid that I won't be able to have the same relationship with my potential daughter that my mum and I have always had. So that's actually a a fear that I was able to sort of bring to the surface. And it's really helpful because, again, then I can go through the process of going, that's not necessarily true. Can I find evidence to disprove this? Why have I held on to this belief? Where did I pick this up from? Is it actually, can I reframe that belief that because I've had such a great experience with an amazing mum, I know exactly how to do it? Like, can I just find a way to look at that belief and interrogate it and break it and, and, and make it fall apart so it no longer holds any truth? It no longer holds its power over me right and so in business same thing once I've got my clarity and for me once I sort of discovered that actually uh, I do want to birth something new and I'm ready to birth something new and I have to be around people so much new inspiration new ideas new clarity came in because I was picturing myself in an office space surrounded by people somewhere outside of my home obviously subconsciously I've gotten tired of being in my office 
as soon as I started visualizing the next steps inside of my business from an office space, all of the clarity came through. And as soon as I started working on my stories and my beliefs and all of that, it all drops in. But what I'm getting at, and I guess the whole, the whole, I, the whole takeaway of this podcast is that when you are in need of clarity and you want your next level of expansion, the only thing holding you back is yourself. And we are, we need to become the masters of ourselves. And that means through observation and inquiry, watching how you're responding to things. Are you being pulled towards or does it feel like a contraction? If there's a contraction, ask yourself why? What is what is underneath this contraction? What about this doesn't feel good? If I changed it in the theater of my mind and I adapted it, does it start to feel better? If you land on a little bit of excitement and you start to feel pulled towards something, the next thing is listen to the yeah, but. Yeah, but. And then name it. Yeah, but I have a story, I have a narrative in my mind that tells me that it's going to be way too much work or I don't know what I'm doing or I'm not the expert or I'm not credible enough or I'm not maternal enough or I'm not this enough or I don't blah, 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 blah. Listen to the bullshit that lies inside your head and go to war with it. Go to war with your belief systems because the truth is the beliefs that you have are the reality you create. It's that simple. You need to work on your beliefs to create something good that aligns with where you want to go. And so once you've got a little bit of excitement, a little bit of clarity and you've done some internal investigation, try to ask yourself the next question. This is what I'm going to leave you with. That person who does have that outcome that I want. You know, you maybe it's like, well, I do want a new business venture. I do want a new course. I do want a new program. I do want to be a mum. I do want to be a mum that has it all and gets to have her own life and career and ambitions and la, 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 la. Once you've got to that outcome that you want, the last part is to decide what does she believe? That version of me who is a mum that has it all, what does she believe? That version of me who is launching a new course or whatever, what does she need to believe? Because that is the version of you, that is the belief system you need to have in order to create it. So spend some time visualizing that version of you who has the outcome you want. Do some work, do some investigation to ask, what are her beliefs? The version of me who can do it, who does do it, who has it, what does she believe? What does she let go of? What are the things that no longer serve her? And then you can start being her every single day and doing the subconscious work to re-stabilize or to, um, yeah, to stabilize the new beliefs. And there's a few different ways that we do that inside of Level Up, but that's not for this podcast. So essentially all of that, big ramble is where my mind's been for the last month and what I've found really interesting and how I've been able to find some clarity and and do my own work on dismantling things. I will also say I have my own coach, coaches most of the time, all the time. I practice what I preach. I don't I mean, I really do live this stuff. If I've got a block, I know that I can't see my blind spots. That's why they're called blind spots. I can't see them. So I I ask the right people, the people I trust, the people who have either been somewhere I want to be or somebody well-trained who I you know, feel safe and can hold space to, even for me just to get to the answers within myself. I always have a coach. I work with a coach. I do this work. I do the reprogramming work. I do all of this stuff. And if you've got a block that you just can't seem to go past, 
get a coach or someone or a therapist or a counselor or a psychologist or your parents or your best friends or your partner. Talk it out. You will hear the stories. They'll dish themselves up as you start talking about it, journaling about it, thinking about it, meditating, cycling, working out, doing the washing. Just inquire within and see what comes up and out because that is where the magic lies. So, do the work, have a think about the version of you who does have the outcome you want and then ask yourself, what does she believe? All right, that is all. And quick, 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 quick for me is that uh, Level Up, I've been getting so many messages, so many messages. Level Up is opening soon. Uh, if you're on the wait list, you will get the first details uh, very, very soon. I'm going to say mid-August. That's yeah, Mid-August, you will get the details. I've had so many questions about it. I can't fucking wait. I'm so excited. And next time I speak to you, I will be somewhere in, who knows, probably Serbia by then. So we'll see what comes up in Serbia. Until then, have an awesome day, week, wherever it is that you are, and I will see you soon. Bye.